Welcome to the podcast of Journey Church in Elk Grove, California. This is a podcast featuring the Sunday message as we walk through the Bible and special clips and highlights from the Journey teaching team. The mission of Journey Church in Elk Grove, California is to help people progress along their spiritual journey. Now sit back, relax, and take some notes as we jump in. Here's the show. Wonderful. Thank you guys for coming out in person. Welcome Journey Church. Thank you for everyone who tuned in online, whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube. Glad to have you here this morning. I hope if you're watching online, you also worked up a sweat worshiping this morning by just sitting around. Man, it's hot out here. This is ridiculous. Um, But thank you for prioritizing and joining us this morning. Uh, Glad to have you. This morning, we are wrapping up our series, TGIM. Thank God it's Monday, and that really actually correlated with our 60-day challenge. And this morning, what's the goal this morning? To mourn the 60-day or to... No, we want to celebrate. We want to celebrate the 60-day challenge. It's a big deal. The last 60 days, many of you joined us as we read through the whole entire New Testament in 60 days. So this morning, the goal is to celebrate what God has done in our life, celebrate what God has done in your life, celebrate just the good news that is given to us in the 60-day challenge. So before I jump in and talk about uh, specifically what's next, and we hear from some people who walk through it, I want to start by just asking uh, my lovely wife, Nikki, uh, who the 60-day challenge is kind of her anthem. Um, a few years ago, you, you, were just, you went through the 60-day challenge a couple times. You said, we got to do this a journey. And I think, is this the third year we've done it? Yeah, third summer. Why is this so important to you? Why did you what, what has God done in your life through the 60-day challenge? Yeah, so it started around my dining room table. I was meeting with some friends, and we, from this small group of friends, have um, other friends in our circle who weren't there, but who just maybe were struggling in their relationship with God, and we were talking about what we could do to encourage them. And one of the gals at the table said that she had recently viewed um, the memorial service for a guy named Nabil Qureshi. I don't know if you know who he is. He was an apologist. He passed away. And at his service, somebody shared that if you read through the New Testament two times, you could not help but become a believer and just have your faith ignited. And so we thought, let's go ahead and try that. Um, and so we did. We found the 60-day challenge because we wanted to get through it pretty quickly. And that was one that was actually already available on the Bible app. And um, it was incredible. She just kind of put it out there casually on Facebook. And we had 100 people participate. And I participated in I'm not kidding. I know that I've said this so many times before, but it changed my life. And what I mean by that is that it totally changed my perspective on reading God's word. And it did absolutely ignite my faith. And so in our discussion group, I think is like the next place where I encourage some other people, like, let's do this. It's super awesome. And from that, every week as we were reading through the New Testament, you could just see God working and our minds were being opened and more... um, in tune with what God was doing in our lives. So it just, from there, has grown and snowballed. I love it. I love it, too. In the 60-day challenge, it sounds like, hearing from Nikki sounds like, of course, let's do it. It's easy. Let's go. But it's not easy because it's 60 days in a row, and it's reading three to sometimes it felt like 10 chapters uh, in a day. Uh, it's a lot of reading. It's a pretty fast pace. Um, and this is the cool thing. In the previous years, we've had up to like 115 people, I think. This year, we had over 100, and we dropped down to 100. Somebody dropped out. Uh, Good self-awareness. I'm just kidding. Uh, 
Somebody dropped out of the 60-day challenge, but I have never seen this much engagement. Uh, we had like, we averaged over 30 people in the comments talking about what God has been doing or just saying, hey, I read it today. Uh, so excellent job. This morning, we want to hear a little bit from you. So Nikki kind of randomly went through the comments and picked some people who she wants to interview to share about how that was for them. And uh, many people were flattered, but not too many people were like, yeah, I'd love to get up and talk about <laughs> yeah. it. So we're going to hear from some people, but before we do that, I think it would only be fair for you to uh, share with us the answer to some of these questions they're going to ask, uh, be asked. So yeah. I'm going to start asking you, what was the most challenging thing? You said you've done this multiple times. This go-round, what was the most challenging thing for you to be in the 60-day challenge? Yeah, um... For me, this go around, I would say because life is looking so different in this season that what was hard was to feel like I had a foundation already. It feels like the foundation that I would normally count on is shaky just because of life circumstances. And so what was hardest was trying to keep the main thing the main thing. Um, but I will say, because I know the follow-up question is like, well, what was easy or what was great about it? The participation and engagement in this 30, in the talk it over section was amazing. And that every day, like getting my notifications, like so-and-so commented, so-and-so commented. I was like, okay, I better do it. I saw so-and-so already. That means I'm late if they've already commented. Um, so that was, it was, there were different things that made it harder this time, but then there was other new things that made it easier in some ways. So. Awesome, cool. Well, let's jump in, and uh, I want to hear from some of you guys who did the 68 Challenge. So, uh, Cameron and Liza, if you guys would come up here first. Um, Cameron and Liza, uh, they were in it the whole time. Liza really, uh, some of Liza's comments were incredible, so incredible that she would post it two or three times in a row, just to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if you guys were on the talk it over. I, there's technical issues with Liza's, and she got that taken care of. Sometimes, that talk it over section, it just goes crazy. But Cameron and Liza, you guys were in this. Uh, you guys both completed the 60-day challenge. Liza, was this your first go-around at it? Uh, no, actually, I'd done it before, but not the same way. It did it a little different this time. This Tell time. us what was different about it this time. Okay. Well, basically the discipline, making sure I stayed on track, because, again, the comments, you get to the end of the comments, you go, oh, my gosh, I was reading late at night. I was reading, sitting on the edge of the bathtub while I filled it. And it was getting late, and I'm getting tired, and I'm looking at my, when I put my comments in, I was always the last one. So I'm sure nobody ever saw them. No, I, I went back and read them, and some, oh. some of your little things I thought were, like, even funny. <laughs> I don't know why it's doing this three times. I'm like, I don't know either, but I love it. Yeah, but I did, I will give you a little, um, so I did switch. I started doing it in the morning when I was putting on my makeup, and I did it by listening to it. And I actually got more out of it listening to it than reading it. I don't know why, but I did. Um, and I also, some, a good friend of ours, Mark, from our group, small group, taught me about another app called um, Through the Word. <laughs> Look at you. Through the Word really helped, especially with revelations, because you have somebody who's um, a Bible scholar who's kind of giving you a little more history and a little bit more background, and it did kind of help to get through revelations. <laughs> So you understand it now? Oh, yeah, no. Oh, you didn't pay attention? <laughs> well, no, I, I understood a little more than if I were just reading it straight up, but awesome. yeah, it's still pretty. <laughs> well, I'm really excited because sometimes a second go around on something, you can like, I've kind of been here, done that, so I'll breeze through. 
but it was mm -hmm. really cool seeing your comments. And, and here's just anytime anybody comments, it, you feel like you're the last one to do it. <laughs> um, but if you go back and check, a lot more people came in and commented afterwards. So thank you for your comments. That definitely encouraged a lot of people. Cameron, was this your first go around? It was my first time through the New Testament entirely. And you, when did, when did you become a believer? Pretty recently? Uh, last October. Last so October. And you had a tons of questions before becoming a believer uh, and tons of questions after becoming a believer. And tell us what it was like believing in Jesus, following Jesus, and then reading his word straight for 60 days. Oh, man, it was convicting, all over it. <laughs> I was looking at everything that, you know, people, Paul was saying to do and stuff like that. I was like, ah, I'm not doing like, 90% of these things. I was like, I got to rework the kind of person I am to, to follow all this stuff. That's awesome. What was, because this was your first time, was it easier or harder than you thought? A lot easier, actually. For me, at least. I, I don't know. I enjoy, I enjoy reading. I enjoy the Bible. You know, it was, it was good for me. Cool. What was one practical thing? Because we, we both know your life is way different than what Scripture says it should be. What was... <laughs> As is mine, we're in the same <laughs> here group, we talk about this. <laughs> what is one practical thing that you took away and that you've been able to apply in, that you read this time? And, and here's, that's a tough question to put camera on the spot for, but I want all of us to, to work through that. That's, that's tough. What, what, what is something that we've actually changed and we didn't just see it? I think just, um, my, I think my prayer life, Definitely. I was not, I, like I said I was a Christian, but I was not praying that much in the beginning. And after going through this thing, seeing the, the power of prayer through this, and uh, um, just seeing how that can work in people's lives, and in the stories of the Bible and what they say, it's just, I've gotten a lot more, I've put a lot more importance on that than a lot of other things. And I think that's the one thing I've taken away from this, is that that is one of the most important things of being a Christian. I should constantly be doing that. So I think just the power of prayer I got out of that. That's awesome. awesome. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing. I was ask the next group of people to come on up. Uh, let's let's clap in between as they're going down and they're coming up. This is incredible. Uh, 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 this is hard stuff, and uh, we're celebrating those that walk through it. So this next group we have Hannah, Lizzie, and John. We'll start with John on that end. John, I know you've done the 60-day challenge multiple times. John, and, and everyone at Journey Church, John probably knows the Bible app inside and out more than anybody. So if you ever have technical difficulties, John is your go-to guy. And if he doesn't know, he'll figure out and he'll let you know um, what, what's going on with that. But John, you've done this multiple times in the past. Sometimes, as I said, it can feel like kind of repetitive. What stood out new to you? What did God say to you new this time? Uh, this time it was, um, it was really... God was really telling me to focus on the future and not just live in the present. So a lot, as we saw uh, Rachel read this morning, is that we, if we focus on our troubles like today, then it's, it seems like overwhelming and, and terrible. But if we think about the future's coming and God's, God's got a plan for everything, that it just makes everything so much better. I would say out of my circle of friends, John probably, like you said, this was my anthem. I feel like John, same thing, like, you're constantly encouraging people to be in God's Word and read it. And even when we're not in a Bible plan, I'm always saying, John read this, John highlighted this, you know. Uh, what do you think, like, what would you tell everybody if they didn't participate or if he they... read the Bible in 90 days over, like, four times last year. Okay, she said he's read the Bible in 90 days four times last year. Yeah, amazing. Like, you're better at this than me. What would you, how would you encourage us if we fell behind or 
haven't finished yet, what would you say? Uh, well, I would say encouragement-wise, it's, it's, you have to feel okay with falling behind. Like if you're three, four days behind, yeah, it, it can be frustrating. Um, I know I get frustrated when I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm six days behind. What am I going to do? It's just a, you have to be okay with small increments and being okay with being behind. So it's something you have to change in yourself and say, you know what, I'm behind and that's okay. I'm just going to work on catching up. And just one, just treat it as one day at a time. Whether, whether you're missed two days, 10 days, 15 days, just treat it as one day at a time. And it's a lot easier that way. And do you regularly get behind? Or you yes. Oh, I'm behind all the time. I regularly get behind. <laughs> so um, this time I got more behind because since working from home with the kids, it's, there's a lot of interruptions. So I don't get to read as, as much as I would like to. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Amen. True that. Yeah. <laughs> Lizzie, um, what was the hardest part for reading through the 60 days the Old Testament, the New Testament, 60 days. Yeah, so for me, it was definitely being consistent while also being intentional because it's really easy for me to check it off and, like, play it out loud while I'm doing laundry or something. Like, oh, yeah, I read it. I read it today, whatever. Um, but I wouldn't remember anything that I, like, heard. So I would force myself to sit down and, like, I have a journal, thanks to Hannah. Um, and everything that stood out to me, I wrote it down. And I wrote down my questions. And I made sure that I had no distractions while I did it. And that was really hard <laughs> because I never had time. I woke up late or I ha there was other things I always had to do. But I told myself, like, I'm going to do it this time because this isn't my first time going through it. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. Um, and I'm really glad that I did because it definitely established a new sort of discipline in my spiritual life. Um, so, yeah, it was really hard, though. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Thanks for finishing that and sharing. Hannah, what's one thing practical that you read and that you've applied in your life through reading hmm. this time? I heard a lot of good stuff, to be honest. <laughs> Some stuff was, I was like a little, hmm, but... Can you tell me the question one more time? Is there anything that you read and actually made an attempt, like, I'm going to change this, I'm going to start doing this in my life? I found myself in a couple situations, living in a house full of kids and arguments, um, to decide to respond with grace and more love, which not, I'm practicing, obviously, but I decided to let the Holy Spirit guide me in some situations, and that definitely had a really good outcome and everything, like, a lot of situations I've been able to put that in my life and experience good things. Awesome. And I know you helped lead a HEAR group. Would you share just one highlight, whether it was yours or somebody else's in the group, that, that really added encouragement as you guys read through? Just meeting together, hanging out, kind of joking around, I guess, and like being encouraging each other through what we read. That's awesome. And it really helped not fall too far behind because you were meeting together mm -hmm. weekly. Awesome. Thank you guys for sharing. Let's bring up the next Thank group. Thank uh, Phenomenal. Thank you guys. Lynn and Wayson. Um, Wayson, I understand that you began reading the 60-day challenge when you were in Canada? Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, I'm from Canada. And they got the Bible up there and everything? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's about the same as the USA, yeah. It's very similar. Okay. Yeah. There's a, Canada's not as different as I thought. Um, Just colder. Colder. Yeah, so yeah. You, you joined. You were watching. You, watched, you joined us Sunday mornings through a uh, live stream, mm -hmm. and you jumped off. Did you guys start right away with the 60-day challenge? Uh, my wife did. I, I started a couple days late. But, uh, yeah, I started at the same time you guys started it. So, yeah, we can do this all virtually and online. You don't have to be right here to do the Bible. 
which is so cool because like we're I don't know thousands of miles away, hundred forever away, and yet even talking on the phone like we had been reading the same thing. That's so cool. Um, and then you've I know you've had a lot of life change moving uh, around, uh, moving your family throughout this thing, but still continually reading. And I've been really encouraged as I know many other people were through your comments. You're very active. Um, and now let me say this. I was very encouraged, sometimes annoyed, like, you, you have more out of this? I feel like I got nothing out of it compared to how much Wason got out of this. You had so much interaction with God's Word. What would you say maybe the theme was that, uh, that he was speaking to you as you read the New Testament? I think for me, the biggest thing was seeing the world through God's eyes. Um, just ha especially what's happening today with, with um, people who are on the outside, people who are neglected or experiencing injustice, and what Jesus, the apostles, the early church are doing about it, and how I can be a part of the solution rather than sitting on Facebook and, or social media or behind the TV and going, ah, right? But what can I do? How can I pray? How can I be active? How can I join in on being a radical follower of Jesus rather than um, being ignorant and sitting and doing nothing. Those are strong words, but very encouraging. Um, was this the first time you've done the 60-day challenge? Second. Second time. Speak to, because some people just come off as robotic, and every single day they're doing it, and they're commenting, and they're doing it, and you're like, this can't be that, like, why am I not built like that? For me, it's a struggle every day, and... Uh, just to keep up with that, how was the pace for you? Uh, was that sustainable? Did you fall behind? Uh, I fell behind maybe a day or two. So how uh, did you keep it up? Did you schedule it or is it just part of your routine? How did you make it a priority every day to jump up and get going? Well, it's helpful to have a one-year-old baby. Um, she wakes up around six-ish and feeds. And so I try to read the Bible at around that time. Uh, most of the time I can go through it. Sometimes I fall asleep and at 11 p.m. I'll uh, pick it up again. Uh, I don't sleep all that time, but uh, yeah, sometimes I fall behind, sometimes my comments are like super early and then super late, so I, I don't let that get to me as a deterrent or disappointment. I, you know, continue through and say, you know, the Bible is still here, I'm still here, and I can still read it. I don't have to read it at 6 a.m., I can read it whenever, and uh, just keep going at it. Awesome. Well, thank you for your participation, all of your comments, and for sharing with us this morning. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. A great way to stay connected is our website, journeyelkgrove.com, or find us on Facebook. Now back to the show. Lynn. Was this your first time going through it, or no, you done it, was it my second, second time? time. Mm -hmm. How was it going back it the second time? Well, it was much better because I was a little bit more focused. I have an area that I call my little prayer room, and it actually looks like a little hamster nest because I have lots of uh, materials around it and things that have carried me through my life. And so I would just go in there, and, and I was able to focus much better this time. Now, of course, I this time try to engage more in um, making comments, and I'm not a great editor, and my fat little fingers across the um, 
the keyboard, made a couple mistakes. But Ben caught it for me, but I didn't see it till the afternoon. So I thought, well, Christians do have a good sense of humor. I'm quite aware of that. So maybe they'll pick up my imperfections with posting comments. And so I pulled back just a little bit on that because that part takes a lot longer for me than reading it. So, and then I was trying to share hearts. So um, I'm still learning technology. So saying you're, you're not super comfortable with technology, you don't love technology, how was it engaging? Was it difficult to... So it was difficult engaging in the comments and things okay. that were, people were posting. So I spent a lot more time on prayer, um, praying about the things that were posted on there. So. Wonderful. Nikki, you get the last question. The last question. Yeah. I don't know. Mine would be, was your life changed, and would you encourage other people to do it? Um, Yes, indeed my life was changed. I'm going through some really big challenges right now that um, have put me in a place of how do I step forward in a process that I'm going through. And, and um, the Bible and the Lord provided the word to say stick to your values and stick to the morals and stick to why I put you in the position. If you hang on to that, God will receive the glory. So it actually happened last night on... The phone, I hadn't talked to a woman for about a, a year, and she was telling, I'll be brief, she was talking and everything, and she says, Lynn, it's your work. And I said, no, 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 no. The only way I'm able to do this is through God, strengthening me, and it's really about him. So whenever I feel, you know, what, what's going on, I'm kind of like tingling with this because it's just so powerful to me. And as I've gotten older and older and followed his word more and more, I realize it's about God. And so the name calling that I receive sometimes, people will say, how can you put up with that? And I think, because what they call me doesn't matter. I'm a child of God. And that carries me through. That's awesome. Wow. So. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for sharing. Yeah, thank you. Oh, oh, yeah, that's it. Wonderful. Uh, there is so much good in there. Nikki. We are here today. We are celebrating this. How are we celebrating this? Yes, I'm very excited about this. We debuted our shirts last week, and they are at a table over there, if you turn your head um, behind that blue umbrella. And we would invite you to pick one up. If you participated, even if you didn't finish, even if you only read one day, even if all you did was download the app, that we consider participation. And so we invite you to grab a shirt on your way out and I don't know if you remember way back in the beginning but Melissa our incredible children's director had um, the what is it called the action bible and um, something else that they could do on audible and my kids actually did both but if your kids participated again if they picked up a bible if they intended to maybe you didn't follow through we're going to count that as them participating anyway and we have gift cards for the kiddos so shirts for grown-ups gift cards for kiddos we just want to celebrate and we would love if you left feeling excited that hey our church reads the bible together and that's amazing what are the gift cards for oh they're for baskin robbins awesome which so, is needed today <laughs> yeah take your kids to ice cream for participating uh thank you so much for everyone who's uh done this here thank you for everyone who's done this online hey if you're watching online i would love to hear in the comments what's one thing that god did to change your life through reading the 60 day challenge also, if you're watching online and you're like, I did it, I participated, I want a shirt, but I'm not there, put that down in the comments. We will make sure to follow up with you and we will get you a shirt. We're not going to promise it's the right size, 
but we will do our best. So put that in the comments. Everyone here afterwards, get your shirt. If you participated, even signed up for it, um, you can go grab that afterwards. Thank you, Nikki, for sharing with us. Really quick, I want to share um, a couple things briefly that God did in my life through this 60-day challenge. I realized that this is silly, but I hadn't seen this before, that Jesus, my, my son is making his way slowly up, uh, Nikki rescued, thank you. Uh, Jesus said six times in the Gospels, he says, haven't you read in Scripture? And one thing I think we can forget is we know that in, in church you should have an understanding of the Scripture, but sometimes when you read the Bible, you're like, I don't understand this, I don't understand this. I mean, when you read the 60-day challenge, when you are intentionally reading through the Scriptures, I remember talking to Cameron a lot every time he's like, did you read this week? Man, it was fire. It was straight fire this week. Because you begin to understand more and more and more. And Jesus said six times in the Gospels, haven't you read in the Scriptures before responding to a group of people? So when we read in the Scriptures, we will have a greater understanding of what God's doing in our lives. And lastly, I want to share a verse. I don't know, Jeannie, if you can put that up, here, up there. But uh, in James, and this is my challenge and encouragement to each one of us uh, this morning. James reminds us that we don't just be don't just listen to God's word. Don't just read God's word and then forget what it says. But you must do what it says, otherwise you are only fooling yourselves. And while we are here today to celebrate our engagement and our reading and our listening to God's word, if we don't go out and do something about it, if our actions don't change, if our lifestyle doesn't change, if our perspective doesn't change, we are only fooling ourselves. And that is not what I want to happen. At Journey, we have our five values. One of our values is that of progress. And when it comes to progress, we say we won't justify our circumstances or make excuses. Instead, we will choose progress, which means we've got to be willing to change. We've got to be ready to change. So it starts with reading God's Word, but then we have to take a step and act accordingly. And I just want to encourage you guys. You've, you've taken in so much. I really want you to process the question, what has practically changed in my life? If you can't nail something down, think through the themes that Jesus taught you while you read and make a change so that you can be intentional of changing your life and not just being a hearer, but actually being a doer. And lastly, we are here, we are celebrating. I know it's hot, that sun is coming out. But I want to just remind each one of us the theme. I love how it was said that, uh, that seeing the 60-day challenge, seeing the Bible as not necessarily about us, but it is God's story. Man, it changes so much when we read the Word, knowing this is God's redemptive story for us and what He has done for us. I just want to encourage you that whether you've read it or you haven't, whether you started and you fell off or you were the first one to complete it, that at Journey, we remind each other on a weekly basis that it's not about just knowing, but it's actually having that relationship with God, which comes through us surrendering and asking God to forgive us, believing in that, and living for Him. So we talk about the ABC prayer, where it starts with us admitting that we are not perfect and we're not even close. We're not even adequate to have a relationship with God. He is perfect. We are not. Our best efforts do not qualify us on our own to have a relationship with Him. We need to admit that we're fallen, that we're broken, that we're not as good as our intentions are. We need to believe that He died for us, that He redeemed us, that His perfect forgiveness for us actually requalifies us to have a relationship with Him. And then we need to make a step of act. We need to receive that. We need to commit to following 
through with that and following him with our life. I, I like admit, believe, commit. That's very easy, ABC. Another way to look at it is to surrender, to stop trying harder, to stop just hitting your head against the wall harder and just saying, if you've said this like as many times, I, I'm going to try harder this week. It's a new week, I'm going to try harder. But instead, surrender. Pause, surrender. God, I cannot do this. I, th the truth is I tried my guts out last week and it wasn't enough. There's nothing that's going to be different by my own efforts this week. Surrender your efforts and ask him to move. Repent of what you've been doing. Repent of your efforts that have been falling up short because they're fueled by wrong motives. Repent of that. Turn from your own ways of doing things. Turn. Give to him what's his. Repent of the sin in your life, of your selfish motives, of your poor decision making, of your conscious decisions to sin. Repent of that. Stop trying to drag that around and act like it's not there. Actually give that back to him. And then thirdly, to actually follow him. And it, sometimes like people are scared of commitment. Sometimes people are like, yeah, I'll commit to that. Because it's easy to say commit to it. It's hard to actually follow. So this morning before we leave, during the last worship song, I'm going to encourage each one of you, we, you each got one of these as you came in, a sticky note. And you got a pen. And I, I don't want this just to be a service where we come together and you feel like, ah, that, was, that was good, that was inspiring, but it stops here. I want this to be something that encourages you throughout the week, where you are actually postured to not just try harder, but to be following Jesus. So during the last worship song this morning, I want to encourage you, on your sticky note, if you need to just write, I surrender, write that down. We're going to collect these. I'm going to actually have you turn them in during the last worship song, and the prayer team reads over these. They're, 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 they're reading through them on a daily basis and praying on your behalf that your week would not be on your own strength, but that God would strengthen you. So I want to encourage you, write either, I surrender, Right, if there's something you need to repent from, if you've been dragging sexual sin around this week, I want to create some time where you can repent of that, where you can get rid of that, where you can live freely of that. If you've been carrying around hate this week, maybe you've been mislabeling it frustration, but if you've been carrying around hate, if you've been carrying around gluttony, if you've been carrying around some sin, I want you to repent of that, be free of that. And maybe you've, you've done that, but you, and you've been reading, you're just like, what's next? Because you're just an overachiever. I encourage you, maybe you need to write down follow. And really be aware of what the Holy Spirit is leading you to do this week. And be very aware that maybe your plan is a starting point, but the ending point should be what the Holy Spirit has, has planned for you every day. So during the last song this morning, I want to encourage you to put your heart on paper. We're going to post these on that back billboard that says prayer. The prayer team will be praying for them throughout the week. You can do it anonymously. You can put your name on there if you want. The goal here is that we would partner with you, that we would be praying with you, that you would not be walking at this by yourself this week, but you would be following Jesus, and we would be doing that as a community, as a church, together. If you're online, this is a little bit more difficult because... We know who you are if you put it in the comments. But I still want to challenge you. Even if you put in parentheses, anonymous. I want to challenge you in a very big way to participate in this.
actually surrender something so you don't just move from this activity to breakfast or this activity to cleaning or this activity, whatever you got next. But as you're watching this, I encourage you, surrender something, repent of something. Write that in the comments so we can be praying for you also so we can all together be following Jesus free of our sin because he has died on the cross and redeemed us of that. So as we head into this new week, we are not doing it alone. I want to invite you to join us on the F260 plan. Many of you know we started this at the beginning of the year. We are jumping back in on that same very plan. We are picking up our reading on day 151 tomorrow morning. Now you're like, I'm way behind. My, my Bible app says I'm way behind, or I don't even know where that day is. We are here to help you. We want to make this as seamless as you, uh, for you as possible. We want to participate in the comments with you. So before you leave today, if you already joined the F26 plan, as long as you didn't exit it, you're still in, you're good to go. Join us tomorrow on day 151. We are starting with the New Testament again, yet this time we're going to take 110 days to read kind of the key scripture points. It's a slower pace. If you started the 60-day challenge and you fell off and you're kicking yourself, join us tomorrow. We're going to do the same thing. Read the, 60, the New Testament in about 110 days. There's a lot of logistics on how to get on that plan, on what it looks like, how to navigate technology. John Knife, you saw him here. He's going to be back underneath that sole umbrella right there where there's shade, and he will help anybody and everybody get on and get set. The big challenge this week is to get on the F260 plan and be reading along with us as we continue to walk in God's word, not only being hearers, but also being doers. The band comes up. I'm going to close in prayer. And as they sing, uh, as we worship God together on this last song, I want to encourage you guys online, put it in the comments. If you're here in person, jot down something on this post-it note. Make your way over to that prayer, uh, prayer A-frame. Stick it there. If you, if you brought an offering uh, or a tie this morning in this envelope, we will have a, a bucket back there to collect those also. Uh, but let's pray. Father, we are here this morning. God, I'm humbled by your word. God, I'm humbled that as, as brothers and sisters, as we gather, none of us is better than the next. We're only, uh, God, we're all redeemed by you for your purpose and your purpose alone. God, I pray that for anyone who's feeling maybe a little insecure or, or frustrated that they fell off the plan, God, or anyone who's feeling maybe uh, uh, some pride because they accomplished the plan, God, that you would forgive each one of us from our sins. God, that we would surrender to you. We would admit our, our faults. God, that we would repent. We would allow you to redeem us, forgive us, God, and we would all together choose to follow you as you lead us because it's all about you. It's all about your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And right before they sing, I want to, uh, will you hand me that book real quick? I want to invite you next week. You think, okay, the 60-day challenge ends. Um, we got an F260 we're going in. Next week, we are launching something that I am incredibly excited about. We're going to be walking through this book together. We're going to be doing a new series called Your Front Row. And the truth is, I believe, whether or not you feel like it with what's happened the last six months, I believe you have an incredible influence with your front row of people, that people are watching you, people are reading your comments, people are following you, people are working next to you, people are cleaning up after you. You've got incredible influence, and we're going to walk four weeks to learn how we can best utilize our influence that God has given us to spur others on to be following Jesus. We're going to equip you guys with this book, which we're going to walk through together. So come next week, get your book, and join us as we launch.
Thanks for joining us this week on the Journey Church Elk Grove, California podcast. Connect with us at journeyelkgrove.com where you can get the latest updates. Subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This way, you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating or a comment. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you like this show, you might want to connect with us on Facebook or Instagram. Links are in the show description. Remember, we're here to help people progress on their spiritual journey. Thank you for spending some time with us today.